Baba, try to understand. There's a great wide world right in front of me, full of life I need to see. With adventure and love and so much to know, here's my chance and I must go. Wow. Okay. Firstly, you can really hear the difference between a 50 pound microphone and a 300 pound microphone. I'm just gonna right there. That's uh, that's how we're beginning this episode. Hello. Thinking of um, speaking of other things I wish I had bought or done before lockdown, because I you know how I was like back and forth over whether I was going to buy some very expensive microphones. And then I did. Um, truly, I was like, I was like thinking in my mind about things that, because now every time I go, I leave the house and go to a a shop, it's the fucking worst. Oh my God, I hate going. Truly, truly considering grocery store shopping was part of, I'm gonna say it, part of my self-care. Truly, I can wander a grocery store for an hour and a half and just go down every aisle and leave with basically nothing uh, because I'm, bad at at buying food, but also because, um, I don't really understand how to, how to cook for myself for an entire week. Anyway, 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 I was truly like going through a list of things I wish I had bought before lockdown that I'm now like, oh, that would be firstly, firstly, I have no income. So that would be a bad thing to do. And secondly, um, I, it, it would just be a hassle to get. Here is the list. Okay. Um, I wish, um, oh, I wish I had done a laser hair removal top up before this all happened because, um, who knew I would be doing this much filming? Um, just it, who, who knew? Um, also I'm just like, I'm looking at myself in the mirror every day and I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't have to just like, you know, I wish I wish it was just sort of like there. I could be like, roll out of bed at noon and be like, here we are, world. Here's Sammy. Um, oh, I wish I bought sweet corn seeds. The saddest thing happened this week. And by the saddest thing, I mean, in my beautiful little bubble in which I now preside, in which I am currently staring into a bunch of egg boxes. Okay, side note, I... Um, have eggs for breakfast and for some reason I saved the cartons because I was like I'm gonna put them on the compost heap but I need to take off the like the sticky labels before I put them on because they don't break down as much and I think they have microplastics in them or whatever anyway I um ended up uh saving all of the egg boxes egg cartons and now I am uh staring into them as some form of soundproofing so if this sounds different please let me know because that would be, I'll say, useful information. <laughs> useful information. Anyway, 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 anyway. Um, 
Okay, sweet corn seeds. Thank you. So last year, I when I put my tomatoes out, hello, welcome to allotment chat. Um, there should be a jingle like allotment chat. Um, allotment chat. Allotment chat. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do like a little theme tune because I have the time. Anyway, anyway, when I um, put out my tomatoes last year, I put in some sweet corn seeds because I was like, ha ha ha, this will be stupid. Nothing ever comes because sweet corn, fun fact, in the in my in my region of the world, sweet corn either does phenomenally well or fucking shit. It's truly like either a goddamn delight and a gift or it is a waste of everyone's time. Um, it all depends on the summer. It depends on how it goes. It depends on the seeds. It depends on everything. Anyway, last year as like a ha 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 joke, I like truly, truly threw in some sweet corn seeds with my tomatoes and was like, here we are, bitch. And then they ended up growing. And then I ended up moving them to their own little bed last year. And then... They were the most delicious thing I have ever eaten. I got two sweet corns out of it, which there were only, I think, three plants or something. It, w- it was truly not, not, the, not the best of, of my abilities. And they were small. I, besides the point. Anyway, so truly, I, I like, put them in. I, I, like, I, I, like, came up to the allotment one day and I was like, oh, this has, like, corn on it. And they were, like, really nice. And I put them in, okay, this is how I cooked my corn last year. I, like, this was, like, let's say september time. I wrapped it in some tinfoil. I drizzled on some olive oil. And then I stuck it in the oven for, like, 20 minutes or something. And it came out and it was the most fucking delicious thing I have ever eaten. And... I don't know, every, this year, the one thing I was really looking forward to was like, what if this year I get more sweet corn? Because it was goddamn delicious. Anyway, I thought I had a bunch of seeds because I had the packets and the packets had things in them. I um went up to the allotment to put in the seeds and um, there were a about, I'll say it, four or five seeds in both of the packets of sweet corn that I had. And then I was like, well, that's an easy fix. I'll just, um, I'll just go on the, go on the internet. I will, um, figure out if my local Wilco is stocking them and I will just go to my local Wilco. Nope, can't do that. Everything is out of stock because idiots bought all the seeds. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say in all of its in all of its stupidity, this, the dumbest fucking thing that you could be like, I need to bulk buy sweet corn. Because firstly, it, season is so fucking long. Sweet corn, you put it in at the, like, at the very tail end of spring, and you harvest it at the very tail end of summer. Basically, autumn is when you're, like, it will get hit by frost and then you harvest it. Like, it is the longest. It is not a compact plant. It is very rarely a dependable plant. I'm just, I'm so, um, um, what's the word? Privileged. Um, no, white, uh, close. Um, I'm so... uh, Bepuzzled, bepuzzled by people's idea that um, they uh, they can they're 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 gonna grow sweet corn and it's gonna be successful, you know? Like I don't know. Okay, okay. This is 
this is my, like, uh, what you should have done if you were like, huh, I'm gonna, we're gonna be on lockdown. I wanna grow my own food. Buy a courgette. Buy courgette seeds. They're, they're the easiest to do. You stick them in the ground. They're cut and come again. They fruit like nobody's business. You can do one plant per one person. They're very hassle-free. Like, truly, as long as you put them out and they don't get eaten by slugs, you're golden. They're the easiest. What I don't understand is people buying sweet corn because it is so uh, weather dependent. And it's so like, I don't know. I honestly, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Another thing I wish I'd bought was eyelash glue, um, mainly because I'm slowly running out of eyelash glue. And who knew when we went into this lockdown that I would be filming something every fucking week. Like, not me, not me. I'm truly like, so every single week we've been in this lockdown, I've been like, I don't understand how anyone can work during this pandemic. I just don't understand it. And then I'm right there just like blasting out these raw gems. These, as the Adinamans, as, as Adele Dazim would say, these uncut gems, you know? Into the uncut gems. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna have a little sip of my tea. I have Earl Grain and lemon. I bought lemons this this day. I bought lemons this week. Um because little was out of limes and I wanted to um make a mojito uh because it's Diane Abbott day today. It's the anniversary of her drinking um a mojito, an MS can of mojito on the tube or on the DRL. Do you remember this? Um, do you remember that from the before times? Um, yeah, it's truly like the anniversary of that. And I was like, I need to make a mojito. Here's a, that's a fun thing that I can do. And um, there were no limes because I went uh, late, I want to say Thursday evening, Thursday afternoon to Little, and um, I got yelled at, and I didn't like it. Well, I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't get yelled at. There was just a woman yelling. Anyway, more on that later. But I wish I had bought eyelash glue before this all started. Like just, just some good eyelash glue, just to like, I don't know, make life more interesting. I also wish I'd bought more eyeliner because I'm slowly running out. And I don't want to be like, I don't want to like buy more because it's not essential, you know? <laughs> as much as we, we, between you and me, we may believe that it is, it is not in fact essential. Another thing I wish I bought, which I think is essential, is shampoo. I've run out of shampoo. Actually, no, I ran out of shampoo at the beginning of this and I just haven't bought bought any more in shampoo and, um, during this time because I keep going to the supermarket and completely forgetting that I need shampoo. And also it's like one of those things that you're, I don't want to, I don't know. You're just like, this is, this is not it. Anyway, so I'm cleaning my hair with a literal bar of soap, uh, <laughs> a literal bar of soap. And this morning I used um, something called, oh God, what is original source mint. Um, which is a shower gel that, fun fact, when me and my dead husband went to Colorado on my family vacation all those years ago, maybe in 2016, 15, 16, definitely 16, because it was, I just remember it being utter chaos. Um, when we went to Colorado, Colorado, no, it must have been 2017. 
yeah, it was 2007. The date isn't the important thing. And it, well, maybe, it, actually, in this case, it really is. Uh, when we went to Colorado in 2017, my dead husband's friend, quote unquote, friend, came and stayed with us because um, he was like meant to be like he was he was going to come stay with us he was going to come house sit he house sit sat for um 3 days and then left um bold i know i know and um that is why uh and and that is where the original source shower gel came from he also um didn't water anything in my garden and everything died so here we are here here we are um really when i look back at the relationships my dead husband had with quote unquote friends i'm always like oh you you don't understand what what friendship is okay right i also wish i bought deodorant but it's okay because there was some in my car door baby truly i have been here for two weeks without any deodorant just rubbing like trying dry deodorant sticks against me just being like here here we are and then i was like there is one in my car door because i uh, frequently forget to put on deodorant and then i get to gigs and i'm like oh no um so I put one in the door of my car so that I could, you know, get to the event and be like, oh no, and then put on deodorant. Um, and so I went and I I fully just like walked out into the street and got my deodorant from my car and walked back in and I was like, look at me go. I left the house last yesterday. Last yesterday. Okay, now for a more exciting story. I know. Could 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 the deodorant story be topped? We will see. My neighbors famously bought a gazebo two weeks ago. I did discuss this on the podcast. Um, it was... Um, it, okay, so I want to say Tuesday, Tuesday evening. It was windy, and so it kept blowing, and it kept setting off the... Ooh, my elbow is really dry. It kept setting off the... Ooh, that's really dry. Ew, gross. It's like scaly and lizard-like. Um... It kept setting off their security lights, which, ugh, like, truly, we are in the middle of, of um, uh, like a, like a, like my backyard is backs out to a bunch of terrace houses. So it's like if you were to try and get into my home from the back, we've discussed this before. I know you would have to climb over at least ten gates, ten um, fences. Of, of varying heights. Um, anyway, so these fuckers have security lights and their security lights were going on and off and on and off and on and off every time the wind blew and it was driving me nuts and I had to sleep in the guest bedroom. I know my life is very hard because it kept like, it kept going off and then because the gazebo was so close to the security light, it would just bounce the lights straight into my into my bedroom. It was horrible. And I have blackout blinds. I have blackout curtains. And so every now and again, we would just get like a light around the outside of the curtain. It was really fucking bright. Anyway, 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 it was really windy. I wake up the next morning. That gazebo is flat, like truly just like, <laughs> and I'm just, I thank the Lord, baby Jesus and mother Gaia for all that she has given me. And, um, and I'm like, Ha 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 And then I do my casual snooper, snooper snoopery. And I'm like looking out of my bedroom window at my neighbors, like realizing that their gazebo is broken. Um, and it turns out it was like they were lifting up the poles and I was like, that's an event gazebo. Why would you, firstly, why would you, 
buy that and then leave it up. You know, I don't like, it was like truly one, it, it was truly a pop-up tent that they just left out in like 20 mile an hour winds. So stupid. So stupid. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So, um, they, yeah, it, it, it was completely, completely trashed. Well, I, I don't think it was completely trashed. I think if they had duct tape and, uh, an engineering spirit. I, I, I don't know if that's what you would call it, but um, I don't know. A level of imagination and desperation becoming of someone who would spend their afternoon fixing a broken events gazebo. Uh, if they had that, then um, they they would have just duct taped it together, I guess. But they just started like breaking it down, like breaking the poles down because they don't like bent and broken. Because again, it was an event gazebo. It was not a it was not a, a stay outside gazebo, so, you know. Anyway, so they start breaking it down and putting it into bags. And then the five minutes, I think more like two minutes into that activity, they realize it's going to be too hard. And so my neighbor starts throwing her gazebo into her next door like the garden next door she just starts like truly she like looks over the fence and I'm like what is she doing I'm like stood on my bed at this point staring out of this window mouth agape um truly Mike gapes just it was my mouth anyway so she's like looking she's like looking looking into the window of next door she's like head poked out and then she just like takes one of the poles and just like coyly drops it over. She's truly, and then she just, I am, I, I am just like, I, I am truly, you know, a power bottom after a party, a gape, hun. I am a gape. Um, and so she's just like, she just keeps doing this of like, and it's like fistfuls of the poles and she's just like surreptitiously dropping them over the fence, but they are fucking hollow aluminium poles. So they are making the loudest noise and they're just like clattering and clanging because it's like a six foot drop to the floor and they're dropping onto like the little tiny wall that we all have in between our houses for some reason that people put up fences in front of. I don't, I don't. I don't understand. Okay, I don't under I don't understand. I don't understand the um thought processes behind my neighborhood's obsession with fencing in their walls. So every single house in my terrace has like adjoining walls. And so some of them they've like built up the walls, but in my little like collection of like four houses, for some reason like the previous owners of my house, the neighbors across the street and the neighbors like diagonal, the, the gazebo neighbors as they will now be called, all put up fences around their existing adjoining walls instead of just being like, hey, should we just build up this wall so we all have like a foot more space? Like, because these these gardens aren't big. I need you to know that these gardens are not big. It's it's wild. Anyway, 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 anyway. She's, I am truly shocked and um, I wouldn't say appalled, thrilled and delighted by the fact that for, for once in my goddamn life, me being thrilled that a gazebo went down isn't, is, isn't um, the thing that I am not the, the, the villain in this story, you know? Cheering for the demise of my neighbors is... Um, 
is not the worst thing that happened in that 24 hour window, you know, in, in my neighborhood. Anyway, but wild, wild, wild. It's just, she does it for like two full minutes. And I just started filming her because I was like, I, I don't, I, this is, this is wild because it's like, it's like a student house next door. So she's just like thrown it over the fence for the students who have all like gone. I think, I think they've all gone with their, to like, like home to like home they've all gone home um to deal with or like their landlord to deal with or she's gonna start like a full little fight and it's gonna end up in my neighbor's garden it's truly this woman has started a turf war and i'm excited to see how it ends is i miss gossip (laughs) anyway um it truly it would have taken um maybe three minutes to put it into bags because um the the like general waste collection is every week now and i think uh, truly the the amount of laziness that this woman showed was incroyable i loved it anyway 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 um oh there's a new season of kim's convenience which i'm really enjoying um i just it's just a blast and a half uh my microwave smells like fish 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 and now my um all of my food tastes like fish, and I'm thinking of having to throw out some chicken and couscous that I made because um, it smells of fish. Um, it's, it's very, um, it's very upsetting. Um, I also went to my allotment a lot this week. Uh, we did get a very interesting email. We got a very interesting email. There was one line in this email, so it was about how um. The people on the road that has the gate, there must be an easier way of saying this. One of the, the, okay, oh wait, no, I got it. Okay, the car entrance to the allotment is down like a, a dead end street. And so the people on that street like complained to, I think the council and the allotment association about how there seems to be like a real influx of cars because there really has for some reason when they were like it's locked down every single person was like oh yeah i have an allotment um where were you before nowhere you know anyway anyway so we got like the the most interesting it was truly like it was it was it was um catty there was like one little phrase that i was like this is so 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 um Okay, okay. I'm just going to read the first, like, little bit. So, there has long been a sense of resentment towards our site among the minor- among a minority of neighbors in Hammond Way. Um, I'm going to keep it in. It's a place. You, you can Google it. It's a street. Um, they perhaps feel we are more fortunate than they. Under the trying circumstances of the current lockdown, this resentment is, if anything, on the increase. Which is... Such a such a weird way of being like, hi guys, no, we need to stop driving. If you can walk, walk. If you can cycle, cycle. Stop driving. Because uh, there's been a real increase of people driving on the allotments. And um, and uh, we, we don't need that. We don't need that attention. We're all getting by okay. Um, anyway, that was... Um, 
Okay, so I was at the allotment this week. Um, I was at the allotment and truly I saw my dear sweet friends, Kate and Ammo, friend of the show, Emma Fox. Um, like they like came up to my allotment and like we had a conversation and it was truly the highlight of my fucking week because I haven't talked to a single person that I know in in person in um weeks. A w- weeks? Weeks. Maybe like maybe like what maybe like when was my birthday? Like a week, maybe? I don't know. I don't I don't know anymore but it was truly like oh we have lost the art of conversation in in this um, in this trying time we truly like I was like sentences that were not connected to any to, to the other sentences like all of them just like mashed together it was um it was a mess on my behalf um anyway uh one thing that I need you all to think about is the cast of hairspray live hairspray live for those of you who don't know um is something you don't need to concern yourself with but for the rest of us who enjoyed and watched hairspray live I need you all to know and remember what the cast was for hairspray live they had Ariana Grande first and foremost uh they had Kristen Chenoweth first and foremost they had Andrea Martin first and foremost they had a woman named Dove Cameron who is apparently very famous but also was in Lighten the Piazza with Renee Fleming do you remember that that was funny uh they had Jennifer Hudson they had Harvey Firestein um Harvey Firestein rep- uh, reprising his role as Edna um they had Sean Hayes, they had Billy Eichner truly I I did I did not remember the cast being as um I'm going to say all starry as it as it turned, as it turned out that it was, uh, and um, I don't want to watch it again because I remember it distinctly being an absolute, an absolute train wreck. Just, but you know what else is a train wreck? Riverdale at sea. Okay, there is a, um, <laughs> there is a new Netflix series called Outer Banks, which I wish was was a little bit more like Riverdale at sea, but it's kind of very close. It's a bunch of teens trying to solve a murder, but there's boats now. So it's first season of Riverdale. Everyone has ridiculously large lips and nobody seems to be applying chapstick, despite the fact that they are truly like on a beach in summer. Like, no, everyone would be furiously rubbing chapstick over their entire bodies. Anyway, um, also this week, Riverdale did a musical episode. This is just a rant. This is just a jumble of things today, and I'm sorry. Um, Riverdale did a musical episode. They did Hedwig and the Angry Inch, and I did not realize how much I needed it until they started singing. And it was um, a joy, a joy. I love Riverdale musical episodes because they're bad. And I love trash. So I did a feud, a feud shop. I did a feud shop this week, um, and uh, hmm, let's 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 just let's just say I got two thirds of everything I needed because for some reason in this brave new world we are, we're I'm just trying to get in and out as fast as possible, and <laughs> like every boy I've ever dated, um, and truly I feel like my grocery shopping habit is to put everything that I think I need in my cart and then do like one big sweep around and be like oh I didn't pick up anything that I actually needed I why did I buy this um and like truly the amount of times that I've gone to a supermarket 
paid and everything and then realized I don't have the things that I need and gone to a second supermarket is um almost weekly. I'm a mess. And so I can't, like, I'm truly getting, like, two-thirds of everything that I need because I, I don't, I'm not doing my my usual wander. And so this week I was, like, stood in the queue waiting for the self-checkout and this woman was, like, hollering, just fully yelling at everyone to go to the actual tills. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't. No, for some reason. Okay, I will say this. I will say this about those cunts in Little. <laughs> I love Little, but you know how you know how you go to the checkout in Little and like the the person checkout in Little, and they like throw things at you. They're like scanning as fast as they fucking can, because usually it's pretty busy, and that's how they like encourage you to fucking leave quickly. Um. They're still doing that, despite the fact that there are, at any given time, 20 people in that entire store. Like, truly, I was, like, it, I, for some reason, I, I ended up, so this woman was, like, this woman who worked in the store was, like, yelling, like, use the checkout. Truly, she could have been swearing at us, and me and all of the people in the line for the self-checkout would have been, like, what is happening? She was like truly like maybe a hundred meters away, just yelling into this cavernous grocery store. Like I had headphones on. So that's all I heard anyway. So I like go and I, I, I do the, I do the person checkout because I'm like, Oh, she wants us to use the person checkout. Um, so I use the person checkout and I'm like, oh, this'll this'll be this'll be fine, this'll be normal. Woman literally throws things at me. And like the secret to little is you do not pay until you are packed up. That's like the secret. The um if you didn't know that before, I feel like I've mentioned it on this podcast, but you're welcome. You literally put everything in your bag and then you pay. Because then they can't tell you to leave, because you haven't paid for anything. That's the, that's the, I saw an old woman do it and I was like, why have I not been doing that this whole time? It's, um, my gift to you during this lockdown. Anyway, um, so I did all of that and then I got home and then I was like, I didn't get anything that I needed. Uh, I did buy toilet roll and I felt, um, very weird carrying a bunch of toilet roll home. Also, I bought the, the cheaper one because I was like, it'll be fine. And now I'm like, oh, I wish I'd bought the expensive one. I wish I'd treated myself to one that was twice the amount of money. Uh, I wish I bought, I wish I bought the seven pound toilet roll instead of the three pound toilet roll. Anyway, anyway, um, apparently I don't live in a fancy enough neighborhood for the, because like every Thursday for some reason at 8 p.m. everyone's been clapping for the NHS um, because we're not going to fund it. I mean, come on, come on. We're playing the game here. Um, so they've just been like clapping for it here. Um, and apparently I don't live in a fancy enough neighborhood because um, I have never heard, seen, or been witness to anyone in my neighborhood clapping at 8 p.m. on a Thursday. We're not doing that. We're, um, I want to say busy, but I don't know doing what. So here we are. 
In more important news, the Harp Twins blocked me on Instagram, and I don't know what I did. Um, the Harp Twins, for those of you who don't know, are weird, and um, I think I only said something mean about them once, because, and that was in a meeting to a client. Truly, like a client, uh, like a wedding client, I want to say five years ago, was like... I was trying to find like like this uh, this arrangement of something for harp and all I could find was the harp twins and they're kind of creepy and I was like yeah they just look dead into the camera and it's kind of like a weird porn fun fact I did once watch a weird porn where um I don't know what was happening but for for some fucking reason every 3 seconds the actors of this pornographic film would just stare into the camera it was very strange I could not look away I did watch the whole thing uh, <laughs> the harp twins are like that um, and uh, apparently they blocked me on Instagram and that's why I haven't been able to keep up with the Kardashians that are the the harp twins of um, of of the harp world I guess anyway um, last couple things Last couple things, I promise. Um, This is just a note to say, I see all of your Instagram lives and I raise you something stupid. I, I wrote a pretend act one closer, act one scene two closer of, um, of a pretend musical called Helen's Ready this week and I um if you have not seen it on my Instagram I would recommend that you go and um you go and watch that go and enjoy that while you can <laughs> I truly I don't I don't know um I don't know I don't know you know I don't know where it came from I don't know why it it came and um you know here we are uh, truly I I, I, I don't, I, I don't, it just, it, it flowed out of me. Here I am being like, I don't understand how anyone can work during this. I'm so, and then I'm just like, let me write a song. The amount, I'm truly writing like a song every week. And I, um, I, I worry that, um, this may be the best work that I've ever done. Truly, truly. I like, yeah, I I put on a wig, um, <laughs> put on a wig, I drew a mustache on, you know, same old, same old things that I learned during this. I am bad at lip syncing, even when I wrote the song, just awful at it. Um, but I am glad that we're at a point where um, only my mother is um, surprised that I that I wrote the the song and that it's not from a real musical. I really would like to repeat and reiterate again that um, Helen's Ready is not a real musical. It's it's not a real musical. I, it's something stupid that I wrote. It just has talky bits in it because I'm obnoxious. And, and I love it in musical theater when they take a song that's like, oh, this could be like, like my favorite thing about musical theater, modern musical theater is that Every single song in every single musical theater has like a talky bit that means that it is completely useless as like anything other than a musical theater song in a show. Like, like truly the entirety of like the musical Heathers all has talky bits. Like, um, what's the, how about, 
I'm trying to think of like what what are the songs in Wicked um, that have talky bits. There are just yeah, there are just talky bits in the middle that are just like like true. Okay, here's. Here is the origins of my opinions on this. So, back in the golden age of Broadway, thank you, um, the golden age of musical theatre, they used to write songs that had the potential of becoming popular successes, and they were, thanks to the likes of Judy Garland and uh, um, Barbara Streisand and um, Gloria Gaynor, let's say, um, Doris Day, these musical theatre songs would become instant classics and um, popular song because they had usually nothing to do with the plot and they usually had nothing to do with um they usually didn't make any reference to the characters in the musical um think sunrise sunset think the folks who live on the hill think uh if i loved you from carousel think uh if ever i would leave you from camelot all of these all of these uh songs that were songs in and of themselves without any form of interruption and if you heard them um without any context you would be like that's a lovely little song Anyway, flash forward to um, nowadays and musical theater, for some reason, is um, a bit more, I want to say a bit more like like a through composed opera, you know, where there are occasionally songs, but they are very much in reference to the plot and the musical itself and the characters and, and everything that's happening in the musical. And there's very rarely like, there's usually only like one song that is like, like extran like extraneous that is um ex- that's not that's not the right word um that is that could potentially be used without context is yeah there you go um and so um that is what Helen's Ready is based off of is uh, one of these musicals that has a fuck ton of talking for some reason um there, there you go. Also, it's like a, a, a generic like coming of age. Also, okay, I, I don't know. This is this is bad, but here we are. Um, truly, I need you all to know that despite great public demand, there will be no follow up. Um, there, there will be no follow up. Mainly because if Helen's Ready was a musical, I would only like the one song in it. There would be no other songs that I'd be like, yes. You know, I I would just like the one where she's like, I gotta see the world, you know? Um, also, it took me so long to do. Um, I truly, it's stupid, this is stupid, but I truly like, I, I would like posted it at like 8.30 or like 9 p.m. And I had been working on it all day. Granted, my day started at like 11. So it wasn't like a full day, but you know. Um, but I was like, oh my goodness, that took so long. <laughs> And it took so many takes for me not to mess up the words. And I messed up the words a lot. Anyway, um, yeah, there, um, if there was a Helen's Ready musical series on my Instagram, oh, I also, I put it on all of my other social medias and then I gradually took it off because I was like, no. I put it on my YouTube and then somebody commented, great content, dude. And I took it immediately down. (laughs) This is not the space for this. <laughs> um, I, I also put it on my Twitter to absolutely no avail. Like, tr- like, I don't know why I even try Twitter as like a, as a place for 
anything except for videos of new Brenda. I don't know why I'm like, look, I did a thing because everyone on Twitter is like, I hate Twitter. It's for people who like reading but aren't smart. Anyway, anyway, um, if Helen's Ready was a real musical, here is um, other songs that there would be. And I'm thinking about writing a, a follow up. Um, but I'm also like, if I do another video, it will have to be shot in my home. So like, you know, what um, set wise, what can I reasonably portray, you know? What can what can look like a thing? Because I I truly had a had a message from a boy. Thank you, being being like I don't really understand musical theater, but I like that we got to snoop around your bedroom, and I was like, <laughs> that's my guest bedroom. Wow. Okay, there would be one uh, where it's like the one that I'm thinking about writing is Helen. Um, being being rejected in the second act and having to find the chutzpah to to I don't know do something or whatever you know if it's, it's like Helen's flat on her ass again but she's getting up or something like that you know uh, they would all be stupid and very generic there's got to be an act two love ballad there's got to like a duet of some description and I play both the parts um with lots of talking um and helen is played by um oh my wig on a on a stand uh what else is there there um there's got to be like a like a slow ballad i'm truly like i i think of all of the things and then i'm like you know what i feel like nobody else would nobody would want that you know Nobody. Oh, there's also the the like new and ex- new and strange land, you know, where she's like wandering around a new and exciting city, or whatever. Um, somebody did comment on um the the quote unquote costume that I was wearing, and uh, it was the same boy, and uh, <laughs> that's just a jumpsuit that I owned and an outfit that I have worn to have lunch with my parents. So um, that was that was a real nice comment. Thanks. Anyway, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up with two last things. Um, has anyone else noticed that the BBC seems to be hiding the daily death numbers from us? Anyone else noticing that? Like on their app? Their app doesn't seem to be, like truly every single briefing, they would be like, this many people died, this many people have it, these are the new cases, this is what they're implementing, this is the updates. And now it's just like, like you cannot find it if you open the bbc news app you will not be able to find where they're like this many people died today um i don't know if that's like i I, no we all know what it is it's them being like look we're doing great remember when boris johnson was was bad now he's good see see See, uh, it's wild. There's a new, there's a, there's a Sunday Times article that's like, we really should have done more. And I'm like, oh wow, thanks. <laughs> now you take, now, now you take a stance. Great, thanks. Oh, really useful Sunday Times. You've been right on so many things before. So, great, thanks. Ugh. Anyway, my final thing is, um, I was thinking about, I was seeing like, um. Another harpist who shall go unnamed posted that, um, uh, mainly because, uh, 
I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to call anyone out. It's not really a call out. Anyway, another harpist was like, today is the one year anniversary since I recorded my full length EP with this, uh, record label, with this, um, yeah, record label recording indie, indie label. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know she had an album. Um, which really made me think of, um, I feel like. I worry that people know I have an album, mainly because I don't think the album is, um, let's say it together, accessible, uh, because it relies heavily on uh, context, I, I guess, I guess, I guess, not really, but here we are, you know, anyway, um, good, the album's good, it's fine, it's it's fine. It's some of the songs on the album, my album. I'm like, you know what? This one good. This one I like. Uh, I wish I had done it. The, uh, yeah, I truly wish I had done it with uh, these microphones instead of the cheap microphones, because then it would have at least sounded a little bit nicer. Just like the harp on these microphones sounds just absolutely divine. Anyway, anyway, I think I'm a DIY artist, but like a rich one, you know? Like, because I know a lot of DIY artists and I'll, I'll say it because here we are. Um, there is one that I'm thinking of in particular that is a Cardiff-based like DIY artist and um, everything she puts out is underwhelming. <laughs> Burn your bridges, start again. Um, everything she puts out is underwhelming. Everything she puts out is like very low budget. Um, all of her music is fairly unimaginative. And yet, because she is like part of the Cardiff Arts Institution, like, and part of the scene, she gets like a lot of traction and a lot of like, for some reason, a lot of respect. And I'm like, Really, though? Really, though? DM me if you would like to know who this woman is. Um, anyway, uh, this has been an episode of Hyperlocal Celebrity with me, Sam Hickman, as a special treat, and um, as is a custom on this podcast, I will um, play... Play the play the song that I recorded this week. Uh, it is it is from the fictitious musical Helen's Ready, uh, which is in no way about the Australian singer-songwriter... Helen Reddy. It is the act one, scene two closer, where Helen decides she's going into the great wide world. This is Great Wide World from Helen's Ready. A bold new world is on the horizon. A brilliant shining city on a hill. Adventures on its way. It'll change me, that's what they say. And I hope that it will. Helen, what are you doing? You've never even been outside the village before. What if you get lost? What if you can't find your way home? Papa, you don't understand. This is just something I have to do. There's a great big world that you'll never know. There are places you'll never go. On the open road with its empty time where we all have a chance to grow. But growing isn't easy. It takes some time, I know. But you gotta cut the bushes if you want the road.
wide world just beyond your reach full of places new and strange when the one thing you think you're certain of is that people don't really change changing isn't easy it takes some time i know but you gotta burn some bridges if you wanna grow well i see i can't convince you of anything now anymore I know, Papa, I know. Well, like, if you're gonna go on this adventure, please, take us with you. No, Papa, this is something I have to do alone, but it's not safe. Papa, I'll put into practice everything you've taught me. Papa, I must go on this quest alone. Papa, this is a test, and I must go, must go. Try to understand. There's a great wide world right in front of me. Full of life I need to see. With adventure and love and so much to know. Here's my chance and I must go. But going isn't easy. It takes a lot. I know, but once my journey's over, 